My name is Steven Sindoni. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Legends of Mount Shasta. In our broadcast today, we will discuss a race of little men on Mount Shasta. The story is from a 1953 issue of the Siskiyou Pioneer, written by the late Alex J. Roseborough, with excerpts taken from author Emily A. Frank's book entitled, Mount Shasta, California's Mystic Mountain. The tiny men began to sing, seeming to blend their voices in a chorus of beautiful cosmic sounds, all the while working with tiny ambles and hammers. Mount Shasta will always bask in the aura of occult legends. And those who have viewed the mountain have said that there are no rivals to match her beauty, grace, and symmetry. It is certain, too, that Mount Shasta has no other rival to match her mysteries. The following is a story which has been around a long time, from the 1953 issue of the Siskiyou Pioneer, published by the Siskiyou County Historical Society, comes a poignant tale written by the late Alex J. Roseborough, one of Siskiyou County's most distinguished citizens. As usual, his story is strange and flavored with mystery. Out of the tangle of stories told by Lika the Great White Mountain, and the still clinging beliefs by many that a race of little men dwelt around its slopes prior to the coming of the Indians, and that along its miles and miles of lava-born sides filled with cracks and caverns, some still survive. Let's pick out this one in keeping with Christmas gladness and joy. Not far from the base of Olika was a home where a little child, racked with the pain of infantile paralysis, lay restless and sobbing, the bones of her left shoulder being gradually twisted into deformity by the dreaded and seemingly uncheckable disease. Everything the good old doctor could suggest and all the kind and loving treatment by her parents availed not. Tomorrow will be Christmas. The doctor had promised to come again and to see her on that day, and Uncle Ray had already arrived to be with his folks and to see his little niece bringing with him something wrapped in a mink skin, which he seemed to care about very much. Uncle Ray was a big and powerfully built man. He was a trapper and spent much of his time among the Indians bartering for pelts and running his trap lines in winter on snowshoes. These lines took him across the great slopes of Mount Shasta to the heads of the Sacramento and McLeod Rivers to Butte and Antelope Creeks and into Shasta Valley. He lived much with the Indians, learned their talk, listened to their stories. One day to a large gathering of the tribe who came from far and near to celebrate the opening of their fishing season, came a very old Indian in whom Uncle Ray became very interested because he seemed to be familiar with early times long before the white man came. In listening to the old chief telling of his experiences in boyhood days, one story in particular impressed Uncle Ray. It related to the old Indian having run across a very small footprint high up on Mount Shasta. The chief called the mountain Lika, while tracking a panther. The small and apparently human track led him across a wide pumice slope, and then the footprint was lost in the rocks below a high cliff of lava flow. Many times on his trap trail, the trapper pondered over the incident related by the white-haired Indian. While never at once doubting the veracity of the chief's statement, he nevertheless was semi-convinced that there might have been some mistake about the track. 
Always alert as to the description and location of the lava rock cliff as indicated and marked on the sand by his Indian friend, he found at last a mass of rocks which had in times long past run out as molten lava. The trapper managed by a circular climb to reach the top of the cliff where he almost stepped into a deep hole into the rock. The hole was barely large enough to admit a man's body. Lighting a couple of small pitch sticks which he always carried in his pocket to start a fire, Uncle Ray began to explore a big dry cavern room. Christmas Eve had come and it neared the midnight hour. Uncle Ray went to his pack of rare furs and picked out something wrapped in a mink skin and then laid a small beautifully made stone doll on the arm of the pain-racked suffering child. Then he withdrew from the room. As the big old grandfather clock gonged its 12 o'clock, Mama, Papa, Uncle Ray, and the doctor peeked in through the half-open door to wish the little crippled girl a Merry Christmas. But Mama hushed them with a warning finger, for the child was sitting up in bed with her little stone doll clasping her good arm, and with what had been her helpless arm raised high, she smiled at them through grateful tears and softly sang, Glory to God on high in peace on earth to men of goodwill. And even to this day, the legends of the little men on Mount Shasta are still being told on Christmas Eve. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast of A Race of Little Men on Mount Shasta. <laughs>